Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast. I'm Alex. And I'm Ruben. And unfortunately, we have three other people on today. Uh, we've got Don, uh, Grant, and Tim all here. And all, yeah, all of us, unfortunately. All of us, all, yeah. It's a fucking like, sausage party going on. Fuck I think it's it's great to a, it's gone to a very good start that all of us said hi at the same time. So we're all we're all one. We're all kind of <laughs> exactly. <laughs> What's his name? Vision? Or whatever the hell his name is from Marvel. Yeah, that's what we heard. Yeah, we've all yeah. become sentient. We're all one. We are all MFFLs. You're, you're a hive mind, is what you're saying. <laughs> that's what it is, yeah. Fucking... No, no individual thoughts. We're all in this together. Exactly. Against our own will. We're all going to agree on everything. <laughs> against so our own will. Oh, no. Like Alex said, unfortunately. <laughs> All right, uh, let's let's just dive into this shit, I guess. Uh, so who? So say yes if you watch the games this week. Yes. Yes. Well, not the not the uh, world game. Did not watch the world game. Uh, I mean, does that really count though? So. I mean, that, it was on the list. Uh, no, I'm I'm the only no. <laughs> yeah, he didn't watch shit this week. I watched. I watched the condensed Orlando game online, and then obviously I watched the Hawks game. Unfortunately, because yeah. you get a yeah. for it. So. Yeah, I watched part of the Hawks game, kind of. It was a good game. I had it on. Remember, I pulled up my yeah. phone, <laughs> just watching it real quick. So I was glancing yeah. over at the score, and we were yeah. up by like twenty at one point. So I was like, "Okay, cool. We're Ooh. gonna we got this in the bag. We can talk about oh, it yeah, a little bit." Now. So I had the yeah. story written, and then I had to delete everything and. That's why it took a little bit to turn in. It was like, erase draft. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, always a bitch. <laughs> and and then really and the funny thing is, Tim, uh, we'll get we'll get into this, but in a couple weeks you might have to redo the story all over again. Okay, I can't wait to get into that because I have mm-hmm. no idea what you're talking about. Oh, you don't? Mm-hmm. For the Hawks oh, game? Oh, well, the... Re- Yes. Review. Yeah, we'll get into. That. Oh yeah, we'll talk about that a little. We'll talk about that a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you're gonna have to rewrite the the last nine seconds of the game, uh, where, we oh, yeah. inevi- where we inevitably have one of our six foot three guards trying to get win a tip off against Dwayne and, uh, <laughs> and, and The clock runs out, and then both Mark Cuban and Don Nelson, uh, Donnie Nelson, forgive me, hug and cry tears of fairness. Um, tears, really tears of fairness. <laughs> really what we're we're shooting for as Naz fans is we want to make sure that we call out our referees you know just really to to make sure the law is being laid down consistently (laughs) don't get me wrong as a Maz fan I feel like it's almost it's become a stereotype of Maz fans in general um and granted I think with some good points behind it primarily 2008 finals we've all kind of heard that but like uh I don't know. There's some, something's got to be done with the officiating at this point. You have this replayability, and it's the same problems that the NFL's having, where you have instant replay. That still doesn't solve anything. Yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't slow yeah. it down. Um, so I've only heard really one good way of doing this, and like basically, more or less keeping instant replay the same with uh, out of bounds plays or like you know buzzer beaters where it's like very timed things that like the human eye might not be able to see. But anything like fouls or things like 
or for instance, like goaltending, like to me, they should just watch, like have like a standard like camera that's just set at the baseline and you just have to watch it in real time again and then, then make that call. One, it'll be quick as hell because you see like these 50 year old referees just kind of like trying to figure out their MS-DOS replay center and just like, <laughs> I don't know how long that's actually taking, but like slow-mo's not helping. So I don't know. It's just got room to improve for certain. Yeah. Yeah. So let's look. So so we didn't have any games starting up starting this week off because of the All Star game. Correct. Um, I think what I think two of us three no, two of us in this chat were watching the game together. Uh, you know, there are a couple people who couldn't come because they live you know far away. Tim <laughs> and. Uh, yeah. I live in and then, Austin. No one had any excuse. I made. Yeah, it. you came from Austin, so <laughs> Tim fucking should have came from fucking California for this. Yeah. But you know, That's Grant fell. <laughs> you know, Grant fell asleep. It happens. And Alex, I don't know what the fuck you were doing, so you didn't show up. I was but... taking care of my child. That's right. Yeah, you have a, you have, forgot you have a seed. <laughs> 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 No, but anyway, so it was cool, like, watching the game, like, you know, with a bunch of people. Um, the game itself was pretty fun. Like, that, I didn't, I still, like, looking at, like, the way, like, it was expressed of how the game was going to go, it didn't make any sense until I saw it. And I was like, oh, this works, you know? So it was cool. Like, that last quarter was awesome, besides the whole Luca not playing thing, which was bullshit, but whatever. Like, it's just a, well, you think- know. My theory, on, my theory on that is he was probably on a menace restriction. Um, I'm guessing they let Luca play the game. And, well, just I think it's kind of supported by him not playing in the second night of the back-to-back last night. Like, I don't think he was a full go. I think Vogel was told, hey, we want Luca to play, but, like, if you run him into the ground for 30 minutes and he rolls another ankle, we're going to bomb L.A. Hopefully they mm-hmm. informed me first before they did that, but yeah, um, yeah. So that's I partially agree. why I think Chris Paul was in the game instead of Luca for that entire last part. They have no excuse on the other side for keeping Kemba in the game instead of Trey or Ben Simmons, because man, or Kemba Kyle Lowry, bro, terrible. Yeah. yeah, him too. Kemba and Kyle, the killer K's, were just terrible. <laughs> well, Kyle Lowry was a fucking bitch the whole night. Dude, it was His it was career. amazing though. <laughs> like seeing him like care so much. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I thought the skills challenge was just who could do the better charge call. I thought that was one of the contests. And <laughs> I think Kyle Lowry had fifties across the board as far as flopping for charges. So I mean, this is what the fans pay for, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Offensive fouls—that's all we care about. That's what he does. Yeah. If they yeah. ever actually make that a challenge at the skills event, um, whoever can take a charge the best, let me just tell you as someone that watches a shit ton of college basketball, anyone that's ever graduated from the University of Wisconsin, especially if you're about six seven and white, is winning that running away. <laughs> so, so the entire roster of Wisconsin? Yes, them plus, like, I think his name was Nigel something a couple years ago. Like, they usually have one four-year token running around. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Zeller. It's Wisconsin. Or man. wait, no, not Zeller. Not Zeller? <laughs> oh, man. Is uh, there so any think... any six seven or taller white Wisconsin player in the NBA right now? Kaminsky? Oh, Is okay. He's on the league? Yeah, Kaminsky's on the uh, Hornets. Oh, he is, isn't he? Did you qualify shit. American? <laughs> Oh yeah. I don't think you have to. I don't think you have to qualify that with Wisconsin. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Oh, Grant, you said Wisconsin earlier. I thought was yeah. we have two people that are taller than six seven, but I didn't hear those qualifier. Grant, yeah. Oh, stop, the, yeah. Grant, stop Sorry, opening I, up whatever you're opening. I know what the fuck. My bad. <laughs> By the way, one. Grant, you are wrong. Frank Kaminsky plays for Phoenix. Oh yeah. He he has played for Charlotte for sure. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. He was in there yeah. told this 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 year. He probably is Ridges trade, I'm guessing. I don't know. Anyway, I, don't know. I thought he was on Charlotte this year. Side, this is a massive sidetrack, anyway. Yeah. But, so anyway, I'm so I've got a Frank Kaminsky minute in. Right. Yeah. That's good. He deserves. This it. has been your. This has been your Big Ten minute. Back to program. 
Oh no, I was in favor of all the All-Star stuff. It's rare that All-Star is actually interesting. Um, even the dunk contest being like a controversy was fun to talk about and like the, the rule changes look like, oh cool, like they're actually playing for it some purpose aside from just like, hey, we're going to get another paycheck at the end of the day. Like, it was kind of neat. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, fun. I'm, I don't really mind any of the dunk contest gimmicks anymore. I know they constantly seem like they're trying something new and there was a controversy but like to me i've been fine with the dunk contest stuff for like a decade now do whatever you want to do because if you're still that like into it and you're older than like 14 then i'm a li- <laughs> little bit weirded out by you like that's that's who that's for kind of. sure well i mean like basically it's kind of lost the so let's see vince carter yeah oh vince carter well, i don't know at least yeah. they were making the dunks this year that's, a, that's important. True, yeah. yeah. They really uh, were. That was fun. And but then they had to do the final round like 75 times. I mean, he uh, jumped over Taco Fall. He did. He jumped, yeah. That's a loose... Okay. Even like nuts on the neck, it's still like 7-3, dude. Like, oh, yeah. so, oh, don't get yeah. me wrong. It's an impressive feat to dunk over a 7-footer, but him clearing Taco Fall is like me clearing 6-foot on my gender profile. <laughs> <laughs> Like, that's not quite there. Right? <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, man. Yeah, ask Taco Fall when he just got teabagged by Aaron Gordon. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, he cleared it. Totally didn't rub all the way up. But it's the fact that they gave out 50s for, like, everything else, and that the last two dunks got 48, 47. That was, that was silly. Yeah. <laughs> well, at this point, I think the way that, like, if we're going to solve it, who get really cares? But, like, they should just throw in a weird, like, masked celebrity judge. Like, where it's just like, <laughs> all right, here's this next one, and it's Bob Costas or somebody. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, and he just puts a two because he doesn't want to be there, and he just, like, grabs the check and leaves. Like, that's the only mm-hmm. way. To, you you got to throw, like, a wild card in there because uh, if once it gets to 50, it's just like, all right, there's nowhere else this can go. I think you just described Michael Jordan at every All-Star game he's been to in the past, like, 20 years. He just <laughs> wants to hit the casino after. Like, like, <laughs> <laughs> Good call. All right, let's see. So we had a couple. We had two games this week somehow, back to backs. Unfortunately, um, first game was what Friday? Yeah, it was yeah. Friday. Yeah. Friday against Orlando Magic, we beat them by a bunch of points. You know, one twenty-two, one hundred six, sound right? Yeah, one twenty-two, one hundred six. Yep. And yeah, that was, was yeah, that was a good. It was a weirdly entertaining game in the sense that, like, at first like first quarter, I'm like, cool, blowout. I'm just happy to see them back into the fold. And then, like, by quarter two, I'm just like, wow, this might be a career night for Porzingis. Then by quarter three, oh, shit, is this, like, one of those weird upsets that we do every, like, 20 games? And then by the fourth quarter, it was fine, and Maxi Kleber destroyed everyone. Yes. Maxi Kleber took over there. And, um... Shout out to Markel Fultz and Don really uh, helped fix his free throw. You know, I, I'm glad that I can help out with mid-range jumpers. It's a, it's a lot. Yeah, that too. <laughs> I, I didn't expect that from him either. He's he's not really been doing that this year. So that well, to see him do it against us, it, it looked nice. He looked like like Brunson out there, kind of. I think that's the thing I I can't quite decipher with Fultz is that like. Uh, I, I don't know if it's just because he's been through, like, just the fucking ringer in Philly and just completely, like, having a mental breakdown of just forgetting how to basketball and then just kind of slowly developing it in Orlando. But, like, you know, he moves around a little bit, but it's kind of like he has, for a point guard in the NBA, he does a lot of dribble to one side and then just goes, yeah. oh, I have no idea what I'm doing right here. <laughs> but he does it so well. <laughs> He's so crisp with it. Like, when he gets to the rim, you're just like, wow, he did that. That's, Absolutely. It's, it's, it's he, amazing to see. He finishes well, and I will say, like, he, I mean, the Mavericks gave up that, that free throw line jumper to him, I feel like, seven times that game. Yeah. And I mean, Which, I mean, normally is not even a bad play for him. Like, not a play you would uh, be against. Someone got disconnected. True. Um, I think that was Rubes. I think it was did too. I, did I get disconnected? No, <laughs> you're, you're, you're fine. Fantastic. Ru- Ruben oh. got disconnected. That's what I thought. Uh, he'll he'll come back. I'm sorry. No, you're good. Um, so 
Yeah, I think all all in all, it's just like it was cool to see uh, KP and Luca. Just like you just see the forgive the fun, like the magic happen between those mm-hmm. two, where it just creates so much like space and opportunities for everybody else on the court. It's really a cool like as a basketball nerd, it's really cool to see when you know a lot of the like there's a lot of like. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of NBA League Pass, and I've watched a lot of bad offenses or just boring offenses, um, mainly because, like, I mean, if I if we're on a lot of national games, so whenever I'm watching something like the Cavs or Chicago, there's a lot of just kind of dribble into nowhere or a lot of shitty four shots or just guys that think they're they can just light it up from three, and it doesn't lead to a whole lot of production. But it's also like they're not using the bodies that are on the court and that's what i think what's so cool about when kp and luke are doing like they're setting so many other people up and there there's a lot of movement it's just great to see as a basketball fan not just a Maz fan yeah yeah to your your point like i watch and it's like half the teams in the league almost look like college offenses where like you said it's just dribbling out the clock and it's it's the old john wooden thing of movement without accomplishment and Hmm. when you watch the when you watch the Mavs offense like it feels like every movement has a purpose. Like someone's cutting somewhere, even if it's 20 feet away from the play. And that's when Luke is going to find that guy in the corner. Once he drives, like no look, whatever, just sling it out there. And it's, I don't, it's one of the things, I guess, I know Rick catches heat. I don't really understand it, but it's been my favorite thing since he's been our coach is like, even when the talent level isn't there, you can see a plan in place. Like, and he's taken some pretty spare kind of talent or roster talent-wise, whatever you want to call it. Um, and he's made, like, some pretty passable offenses out of it. So now that he's got these weapons and if these two guys can play to their potential moving forward for the rest of the year, not only are they going to get their numbers, you're going to have a guy like Cleveland his 26 points jump up every night. Or maybe it's going to be Hardaway Jr. Or maybe it's going to be two other guys, you know. Those guys are going to produce consistently – and we have enough other guys on the roster that are ready to take advantage of the situation. Welcome back, Ribs. But no, I, that, that, that couldn't be more well said. I think uh, Rick Carlisle, to me, is, I mean, he's, he's clearly one of the best coaches in the league, but to me what I find so impressive is that if you just go down, like, his, the rosters he's had, not just in Dallas, but, like, way before, he finds a great way of turning, like, kind of just aimless gunners into great uh, contributing players, and like it's it's really interesting seeing players like uh, Monte Ellis, OJ Mayo, uh, formerly like in when he was in Detroit, Chauncey Billups. Like these were guys that were just kind of like you know tweener one two guys that jack up shots with not a whole lot of production. But once they get into a Rick Carlisle system, they seem to really produce. Um, you know, maybe not for championships or like long playoff runs but like these guys become like really respectable starting players and they i mean chances are like they they earn too high of a paycheck and they leave us oh remember when remember when brandon Wright was like one of the league's elite rim runners before we yes. traded ever like dewan blair and sam dallenberry were giving yes. the best first teams ever fits in the playoffs down low like i don't know he's with what he has Aminu yeah. was our last great playoff player. His game three and his game four, I think, against maybe his game two actually. Game two and game three against Houston, the last time we were in the playoffs, he was our yeah. best player. He went he went nuts, and then he did well in Portland, but didn't even yeah, play against us against the Magic. That's one yeah. of more my more random Twitter Twitter followers, by the way, is Aminu. Like, <laughs> he follows me he's too. A he's a hooper. <laughs> yeah. I I will say that that's, I think it speaks to, I mean, also Carlisle, but mainly, like, there's something about franchise stability that really matters. Like, how many times do we see somebody, like, from Phoenix, like, le- like really develop and go and have a career afterwards? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. or, like, the Knicks or Sacramento or, or Orlando, for that matter. Like, how many guys, like, re- rejuvenate their career in those places? And, like, Dallas seems to be a place where we get a lot of misfit toys and they find a way of like uh, prolonging their stay in the league after they join us. And I mean, I know that's kind of probably fan glasses, but that's just what I've noticed with a lot of our starters and bench guys. And if you do Darren Collison too, it's also a good example. Yeah. Sorry. Tom. Great example. 
Are you good? Because I was going to say, if you, like, can only do one thing, but you're pretty good at that thing, Rick will, like, only put you in situations where you have to do your thing that you're kind of elite mm-hmm. at. Yeah. And, and he can mask all your other stuff to an extent because you're still yeah. out there. But, you know, it's it's fun to watch. And, you know, I think I think a lot of the guys we do have now aren't just one-tool guys like Maxi. I think he's got a bag, man. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, Orlando was – so so uh, so what you're saying is is that Maxi Kleba is better than Giannis Antetokounmpo? In a way. Well, in in a way. Well, no, but but Giannis doesn't have a bag. Every every player yeah, knows that. I saw that. <laughs> going, going back to All Star real quick, one of my favorite things to develop from that is Giannis is just such an asshole to James Harden. Oh, I love <laughs> it. Hilarious. Which is so great, dude. And it goes all the way back to when he like hit him with that ball. A while it's, back, yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's looking less and well, less unintentional. <laughs> so great, I love it, dude. It's, it's not often you comment. Harden had that comment about the MVP race last year that oh, it's just the narrative. That's why Giannis won it. And, like I think Giannis legitimately dislikes Harden because right after All Star, it's like mm-hmm. well, in the fourth quarter, our our side was just king on whoever Harden was guarding. I was like, yes, that is awesome. Oh, we need was great. Like, now that LeBron's toward the end, we need like more of these villainous personalities. I kind of hope people stop liking Luca and he turns into a bit of an a hole. I, like, I, I think it's happening based on like Twitter interactions and like Reddit. No, like, no, no, no. no. Yeah. Let's I be real. Walton. There, there are only two groups of people that hate Luca, and it's Knicks fans and uh, Atlanta fans. And, I don't think I don't think Knicks fans hate Luca. They hate Kristaps, but. You know, as far as Luca goes, I don't think Knicks fans hate any of our players except for Kristaps. I don't know. Knicks fans yeah. talk some mad the shit on Luca. The group that hates Luca is the teams that passed on him or the yeah. team that traded. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then and every, also, dude, yeah. <laughs> and also, I feel like hardcore Rockets and James Harden fans, beyond the team rivalry, they see the stuff that Luca's doing and the similarities to Harden's game. But everybody calls Harden boring, and they're so fed up every time Luca is like Mister Highlight of the Night. Yeah. Like, well, because he does things that involve his teammates. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, well, I mean, I, not to be like a super homer here, but like whenever I see Luca do a step back or whatever, like as much as that's a cool play, it feels like it's in a flow of an offense. Like, okay, yeah. I have the space for this. It's not like someone's standing underneath the basket, waving, shooting a flare gun. Yeah. Hey, I'm open. It's like okay, shooting a flick. Right. Like it's not like, it's not like super obvious that someone's open. So he's like, he yeah. creates a space. He makes a shot that he can do a lot. Harden, like he does make an occasional really great play, but he's, it's funny. He doesn't even do step backs anymore. He does jump forwards into the defender three pointers, which is like, you know, as much as I appreciate, uh, gamesmanship, like I don't want to watch free throws ever. Like I'm great at them, but that's it. Like that's just like <laughs> it's, it's strictly novelty. Like I don't want to pay to see someone else do it better than me. Okay, if I do that, <laughs> never mind. Yeah, I think what a, I think what that's, a flex. that's the thing. Is, yeah, that's... I don't think they can. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, man, that was a flex. Jesus, um... I know. Like I know. We decided to throw that in there. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm making a splash, boys. <laughs> Literally. Yes. <laughs> okay. So, have we talked about the Hawks game? No, no. No, we haven't touched that. All right, we should probably we should probably touch on this one very lightly. <laughs> the Tim game. Yeah, the Tim game. Yeah. Man, <laughs> this... maybe we should shelf me to the playoffs. This good luck thing is starting to wear out a little bit. Just, just, yeah. just, just wait well, it out. Like... <laughs> hey, so but to... technically, it's not over. Yeah. Yeah. Te- yeah we can talk about that too, actually. <laughs> Uh, so that game sucked ass. You know, that was, it was great for, like, the first, like, three quarters. Three quarters and, like, ten minutes of the fourth. And then it just went to shit. Yeah. You know? Real um, fast. And I watched it, watched a little bit at Petty Cola's yesterday with Alex. And, yeah. You know, went home because I was like, oh, I should, you know, I should go home and just, you know, watch it here or whatever. And, uh, yeah, it was not, it was not very fun. Yeah, so, and okay. even the little bit that we watched was like interrupted by playing games. So yeah, interrupted. Yeah, literally, I had my phone like onto the side and just had it propped up, and I was like, "Oh, like watching the game." Like I was on, like playing a card game, and I was like, "This is fucking 2020, man!" Like you can fucking watch anything anywhere now. So oh man, it was so good. Yeah, 
But I mean, it was fun. But I mean, that ga that game in general, though, like Tim had a great game. Seth had a great game. It looks like the Justin long Jackson. Though, yeah, Justin. I know Justin Jackson had a decent game. Like what the Justin fuck? Like, Jordan. Right. Like, Man, remember when we all wanted uh, Justin Jackson cut from the team? Oh, I still. I mean, yeah, no. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, record saying that. Well, I think I think that was because it broke off more than anything. Yeah. Michael Kidd-Gurko. MKG played four four minutes and fifty five seconds. Had a negative. <laughs> had a minus six. Fuck. It's all know, good. Like, I had one rebound. Well, he's still better than Willie Cauley Stein. Also, yeah, Willie Cauley Stein didn't even see the floor, bro. Well, yeah, he's out for he was out, out, personal but... reasons. I think that means I think he, he was the there. Yeah, yeah. I think he's in the doghouse. So. No, he personal he's like actually okay, he's... on the injury report. No, it said personal reasons. What could that possibly be? Was that like uh, like he showed up at six a.m. from the strip club, or what was it? Uh, who Something knows? I think he's... Hot dogs, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Good I reference. Think... Sick reference, bro. <laughs> no, because those are usually DNP CDs, and oh, I see. So, so something's going It's on. not like we had like we were we were missing two players. It's not like we had like. We needed him to. He could have just DNP'd and been active if it was personal reasons, you know. Yeah. But I, oh I yeah, know. and then Jalen gets hurt. I forgot about that too. Oh yeah, that, yeah, that oh, was rough. Man. That was a fucking terrible game. <laughs> so something's yeah. going on. We just don't know what. Yeah. Because he's also not playing on Monday. Yeah, maybe just I don't know. I guess maybe we'll I find out later on. A, I really hope it's not a family death because then I'm an, I, we're gonna have this as a clip and i'm gonna be an asshole yeah <laughs> no that's where that's where alex is gonna edit all of this out like we never said it it's yeah <laughs> no i'm not editing it i out. mean he was there he was at the game I yeah he was at like the game something yeah. bad he wouldn't be yeah. at the game that's... yeah oh, that's a good call uh so i guess for the game itself i mean i guess we'll get to the whole goaltending bs at the end <laughs> turning points two big turning points to me though were i think the bigger miss well the equally blatant missed call were the Tim Hardaway Jr. phantom out of bounds because Atlanta went on a 12-3 oh. run right after that. And then mm. Maxie's, Maxie's fifth foul because, sorry, yeah. sorry, Ruben, but unless you want to throw Bobon in there, we were out of bigs. Dude, point. I, no, I didn't want to throw Bobon out against this team. This is not the team to yeah. do it against. So. Yeah. <laughs> so everyone's – who's our tallest player at that point? Like I know. Like, yeah. It was like – it was Jackson, like Dorian. Yeah, I don't Dorian, Dorian? Yeah. yeah. It has to be Dorian, yeah. <laughs> playing super small, you know? Yeah, hey, we can do Play, it, playing Houston-type small ball. I don't know, which we'll get to because that's the question actually coming up. Okay. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, that game was terrible. We can talk about the whole – we can air our grievances. I'm pretty sure most of us did last night already, but, you know. I mean, I, I, I didn't watch the it. game, so. I feel I, like I'm the only one in favor of the of the protests. You're in favor of it? Yeah, let's do it. Why would we not want to do that? Well, I mean, I mean like, throw it out there. There's like no chance of it hitting, but like exactly. Yeah, we, but... we did. We did just a few months ago call Houston basically bitches for doing this. So that's why. I, I mean, I didn't. Like, hey. I didn't say anything. Did I, I say anything? I don't remember. I got to check my Twitter. This is also a slightly different situation because Houston's grievance was at seven minutes left in the fourth quarter. That's true. True. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. However, it is that. rare for a ref to miss whether or not a dunk happened. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I think, like, to me personally, the, gre the grievance isn't necessarily about replaying the game so much as showing your disdain for the refereeing that's happening. Yeah. And so uh, I would expect it to start happening more often of teams just being like, the referees suck, yeah, this is unacceptable, <laughs> we're going to file a grievance. It's yeah, like when a coach really it's like when a coach gets teed up twice and thrown out over kind of a iffy call that wasn't that bad when he's just trying to send a message to the refs about how it's been all night. Hey, yeah. This is what the Mavs are doing. They're trying to send a message that there's been all the Lucas stuff all year where he's just getting mm -hmm. hammered down low. And by the way, he's twenty one now. He can get hammered legally. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> In the so, States. In the States. <laughs> yeah. There's the so there's the Lucas stuff all year, there's that Lakers call earlier on, there's what happened yeah. last night. I mean, and there's Mark Cuban who's going to speak about it. He's not going to be shy. Like, he's going to open a Dairy Queen about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's going to take that uh, second shift behind the counter. He's going to turn Frosty's upside down. down. Oh, man. Does he still do God. the. Does 
Does he still do the matching the fines with donation stuff? I can't imagine he would yeah. anymore. I, yeah, I yeah, I think so. I don't know. He's, almost he's been on rough times, I hear. <laughs> yeah, right. Like... Yeah, I saw him take his limo to the cash checking store. Or <laughs> to Ace, ca- Ace Cash Express. Yeah, yeah. I picture I picture him in the Shark Tank studios, like sliding down his money like the Joker, then just pouring it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fuck. That's probably, that's probably yeah. Probably more guys... convenient to him to like do that than actually find the heat from wherever he's staying. Yeah. God damn. <laughs> It's great. That's the best image I've ever seen of Mark Cuban. We need someone to fucking just Photoshop that or something. <laughs> Not Mark Cuban related, but there was something like somebody was talking about like if Bill Gates dropped the hundred dollars on the ground, it he would make more money in the time to like stop and pick it up than the hundred dollars itself is worth. I don't That's know. Did you guys wild, read that? Dude. Did you guys read that TMZ article of Mark Cuban? Uh, yeah, he, he was going to the recycle uh, bit. Yeah, to to get all the coins that he could get from all the aluminum. What? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah what? No, 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 none of that. None of that's true. Okay. okay. Has, like... anyone, has anyone else in here actually ever done that? Because I have. I have actually. I did that one time. Oh, what yeah. was the return on that? Uh, so I did. I was... Yeah, you go it first. Like um... It was like elementary school for me, so I don't even know. It was like that Sandlot scene, like we were trying to buy a baseball or something. <laughs> Let's see. I did it so, like, in Hawaii, they, like, really, like, push that, you know, like, you know. Yeah, because like, they um, don't do it in Texas. Recycling. Yeah, they recycle a shit ton over there, right? So when we went uh, in, last June, we did it, and it was, like, I think we got, because I, I had bought like, a couple six-packs or whatever over there, like, drink those. And I was like, oh, like, my, you know, my girlfriend was like, hey, like, go ahead and just, like, you know, rinse them out and we'll take them. That would be, like, our, like, little, like, Hawaiian experience. And I was like, that's okay. Whatever. I'll do it. And um, I think I got back, like, three bucks, like, in total. And I yeah. was like, that's, that's not bad. That's, like, a Coke. You know, like, three Cokes. Yeah. Oh, That's one dollar off of four for four. So, yeah. Or as I, I call ex- it in Texas, half a six pack. <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> I haven't experienced like this on a much, I don't know, larger, but weirder scale. Okay. So in Nebraska, in Nebraska, when I was in college, most of Western Nebraska or Western Nebraska and Colorado had a serious like coyote problem. Like they were starting to become rodents. And so counties would offer you money to go out there. You'd get a free hunting permit. You'd shoot one. And I think we got like 50 or a hundred for one we shot and you take them back in. And you Holy basically shit. You cash them in, and that's how they started controlling the population out there. Oh my god! And like so, gas to get out. Like after gas to get out there, you know, you probably had lunch, beers, or whatever. You maybe broke even by a little bit, but it's like fuck, free hunt, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Cost the fucking. <laughs> that that that's awesome. Now that I think about it, I'm not a super country guy. That might most my dad's the most country thing I've ever done in my life. It absolutely is. <laughs> We're just hunting coyotes for beer money. Yeah. It's getting into redneck territory. Oh, shit. All right. Are we we done airing our grievances? I think we're done airing our grievances. All right, let's see. What's up next on the agenda? Uh, Coyotes. Yeah, so anyway. So so one of the things that happened yesterday was the whole argument about resting Luca and KP down the stretch. Um, do we think it's a good idea for the Mavs to do this? Do you think it's a bad idea? Like, I don't know how many more back-to-backs we have left, but, you know. I mean, for this game, I would not have risked KP. Because, yeah. I mean, we just had the All-Star break. Surely he can surely he can play if you know Luka's not going to play. Luka just missed six games, though, before the All-Star break and barely played in the All-Star game. So, yeah, I feel like he, he's coming off injury. KP is just resting. Well, oh. KP's still coming off of his... I don't know. I've kind of written this entire season off as a uh, kind of like a rehab season for KP. I mean, granted, he's been gone for like a, was it a year and a half before him, like before the start of the season. Yeah. yeah. But like, you know, it takes... I mean, was it an ACL that he was originally injured on? Yeah. Yeah. And so like, that's... that's You're not really right until like after, you know, or midway through your first season yeah. back, you know? So... Yeah, I but I mean, he's played other back-to-backs. I, I mean, I figured this the yeah, one coming off the break would be one that you play, but I, well, I don't know. He hasn't really. he I, hasn't I been playing back-to-backs since he re-injured himself. 
That's true. Uh, I'm fine with the Luca part of it because, I mean, Cuban even came out and said yesterday, like, he's not injured, but it does still hurt. He's just going to kind of have to deal with that unless he wants to take this extended absence. So, yeah, sure. The Luca one, completely fine with. I could have, you could have talked me into Porzingis either way. Um, I think they felt they could have easily won that game, which they could have. Should have. Um, yeah, yeah, I think they win. I think they win that game going away. Even if Brunson stays in, like you can't anticipate that your yeah. starting point guard gets knocked out ten seconds in. So yeah, it flip a coin on the KP thing for me. Um, I guess I, if I had to get inside the Mavs' heads, I think they feel safe enough that the nine seed right now, there's no just almost impossible for the nine seed to catch them, and they think that everyone ahead of them in the West. I guess with the exception of the Thunder, maybe everyone ahead of them is so kind of evenly stacked that maybe outside of dropping to the eight and getting the Clippers or the Lakers or whatever, um, they don't really care about their first round matchup. Yeah. yeah like yeah. Where, where they're at, where they're at three through six, especially the way they've been playing at home, not a huge concern to them. That's how I would rationalize it. If I were the front office. Also, we can all kind of agree that this isn't a win now roster. Like, it's very promising. Luca's being like, I mean, he's an all star. Like, I mean, hell, if he's if he was playing at the same pace, it, he would have he would be in the MVP conversation. There's all kinds of cool stuff with it. But I think they're also like, all right, is this 21 year old gonna take us, you know, three rounds in the Western Conference playoffs? And that, I mean, like, I can't imagine that's like their expectation. So I'm all good with them playing it safe. And also, like, with the load management, like, conversation, I mean, it's funny because the people that talk about it the most are, like, Chuck and Shaq. And it's just like, you know, when you guys played, like, the pace was faster than the Titanic. So, like, like, it's about it. And it's just like, you know, the game is so much quicker. There's so many more possessions, but also just... uh, it's not just minutes alone. Like, you know, five minutes of JJ Berea is a different five minutes of Willie Colley Stein. And, you know, part of it's just body structure, but also just like how hard they're going, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And the old men talking about load management and how much they hate it also all look like they can't walk right now. (laughs) (laughs) That's, that's a fucking, yeah, that's true. I mean, like for me, when it comes to like, was it okay to rest? I think, it all depends on the opponent, right? Like we're, you know, we were playing against the Hawks, which, no offense to my buddy on Twitter, the Hawks Reddit guy, they're not that good, you know. Like yeah. they're just not. They're just not. And I think if one of those two guys play, like we win that game handedly. If Jalen doesn't get hurt, we win that game handedly. It's you know, there's a lot of factors into that, but you know, like I feel like they need to mix and match, like when to rest. Um, going forward, like, I know, so we play, I think we have, like, three or four more back-to-backs. Like, so, the next one coming up is, it's uh, the the Wolves and the Bulls, like, in a week from now, like, a week and a half from now, which I feel like if one of them play, like, it's fine, you know? Or when it's, like, and again, we play again a couple weeks after that against uh, the Clippers. Oh, shit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The Clippers and the Kings. You know, I feel like having them both against the Clippers is great. Having one or two out against the Kings is like whatever. Like that's not a huge deal. You know, I should having... be in Staples. I should be in Staples for that one, by the way. Fuck oh, yeah. Oh, cool. It's the current plan. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, just like there's a couple more back-to-backs coming up. It's just like I think we just got to mix and match and be smart about like, hey, both guys should rest tonight. Like it should be easy for the team, or you know, one guy should play because, you know, we don't want to dip too far into the standings and stuff like that. You know. Yeah. Especially, especially after Rick was like. Hey, like we just talked about the standings, you know. Like he says that, and then we rest both of our guys, and then we lose the game, you know. So, yeah. which isn't isn't all correlated, but it's part of the issue, you know, of us losing that game. So, it'll be fine. Like I'm not that worried about it. Yeah, I, but I'm I'm very worried about everything all the time. So <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> but... Like it, I don't know. I'm I'm trying to go back to my expectations before the year started. And, yeah, and yeah. before the year started, I was like, I don't know that this team is a playoff team. Now, granted, at the, at the time, I didn't expect for the Warriors to be getting 
you know, Shit best <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the best odds for the number one overall pick. Um, oh yeah, but you know, just kind of going into the season, I I thought maybe the Mavericks would be a playoff team, maybe not. And so if they're in the sixth, seventh, eighth seed at the end of the season, like that's still good to me. Yeah, and yeah. a loaded West. Who would have thought one? I mean, like I think one of the bigger surprises for us as well is like just. I mean, how competitive the West is more than, or I guess like kind of like how up in the air the West is. And I think with you have, you know, Zion coming back with New Orleans. Um, yeah. Just the Trailblazers, Trailblazers due to injury, but also just like kind of a poor play as well. Like they're just kind of, they're hanging around, but not really. Like the Kings were completely, like they completely shit the bed this season. Um, th- when people thought they kind of like, all right, they turned the corner and then it's just like, oh no, well, Bagley has played 10 games. Yeah. Or yeah. He's had like 10 starts over the course of like two years. And uh, Phoenix was like kind of fun. And like they still, I mean, like they're kind of pesky. And Memphis is kind of fun, but they're, you know, it's a bun- bunch of young kids. Grant, what are so, you like, doing? Watch it. <laughs> what? Sorry. I'm what? not doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm about to punch John, uh, Don if he keeps talking mess about Memphis. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, okay. Oh, okay, okay. Those, those were throwing blows. I'm here. I'm for it. No, like Memphis is. Don't get me wrong. Like, I mean, I th- I think the more like it's a toss up for me who would be a more fun eight seed between the Pelicans and the Grizzlies, just because you got two really yeah. young, awesome stars that are yeah. already just doing things that we haven't seen on a basketball court. Mm-hmm. Which, that's always exciting whenever I see a guy in his first year doing things. I'm like, I don't know if I've seen that live before, you know, <laughs> like that, that. That's that's why I was I'll, I'll be a DSJ stand forever. It's just because, like, yeah. OK, I, he's clearly a knucklehead. But like, man, uh, just seeing certain things on the court, I've like I've never seen someone dribble to himself for an alley oop. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That was sick. that's still my best, my favorite Dennis Smith play. The one against Portland where he tossed it up off the, yeah, that was nice. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that's kind of like the same thing with, like, with uh, John Morant and Zion Williamson, where it's just like, I don't quite understand how they're doing these things, but they're doing it. And it's really, I mean, they yeah. both Zion. have good supporting cast. Zion has an all-star, and uh, John Morant has Jaron Jackson and Valanciunas and all those guys. I love Jaron Jackson. That's who I like. Nah, if we would have ended up with Luca. That's kind of who I wanted us to target. But thank God I wanted him more than Luca. <laughs> but wow! I'm oh so... yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah. That was, when he told me that shit, I was like, "Holy fuck!" Okay. <laughs> I, will, I will say, my favorite moment of that is Grant's Beavis and Butthead chuckle after that. That was. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I wanted. I, I did, wanted bro. Him. I wanted him so bad. Well, oh, I, I want him way I'm, more. I'm glad that um, you didn't get your wish. Like, well, I mean, yeah, but I would have been happy either way. So I don't. <laughs> maybe, maybe Memphis, maybe Memphis somehow gets like James Wiseman or some other Jay in the draft this year, and they can have their own killer J era. Yeah, <laughs> um, that, that hopefully goes better than ours. Did. Instead of who <laughs> yes. instead of a uh, instead of Tony Braxton, it can be like Rihanna for them that screws everything. Holy up. shit! Then. <laughs> LeBron wouldn't let that happen. All right, so let's look ahead. So we have, so this week, if we include Sunday, because we might record after that game because that game's at like 3, that game's at 2.30 for us. Um, at least people living in central time zone, Tim. Um, so, <laughs> so we have, so we have Minnesota on Monday. Mm-hmm. We have the Spurs on Wednesday. The Heat, on Friday, which is Luca's birthday, and then or like his birthday, whatever weekend, and then we have the Wolves again on the next Sunday. So, what do we think the record's going to be for this week? Three and one. Oh, all right. Oh fuck! All right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean Minnesota. Come on. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know, bro. Like yeah. I, Dan, you know, Dan I don't play. Is he gonna play though? He's not. He didn't play today. Oh, did he? Oh, he didn't. Oh, no. Nah. Yeah. Oh, I don't. Maybe he plays tomorrow. I I don't know. Much to think about. I think we go. I think we go two and two. Maybe. Well, Cat's definitely not playing, and that's yeah. He's big. out. Yeah, he's out for two weeks. I think. So. 
that should be a win. And also, that's like pretty much a brand new team midseason. Like they're yeah. still trying to figure True. each other's names out at this point. They're Not bad though. No, yeah. I mean, like, no, I, I like the moves they made. It actually. Yeah. No, sense. definitely. Malik Beasley on there. That's that's a. I like yeah. that a lot more that than Robert fuck- Covington. That was a fucking steal, man. Yeah. That was ass. Addition by subtraction by getting Wiggins out of there. I mean, like, I think Wiggins actually makes yeah, no, no doubt. State, but like, it didn't like. You basically have a a, a less interesting Rip Hamilton sort of. <laughs> kind of how I think of Andrew Wiggins. It's just like, all right, cool. Here's a guy that's gonna do post up, turn around jumpers, and make less of them. <laughs> <laughs> Neat. But Draymond said he could be all defense, so. I mean, you know, I think I think Draymond thinks he can make anyone a defensive player. I mean, like, Grant, if I was if I was Draymond's teammate and he's screaming at me, I'm like, oh shit, yeah, I'll I'll do that. What do you say, boss? Like, I mean, <laughs> I mean, bro, if Draymond. Jimmy Butler couldn't get through to the man. I don't know who can. Fuck. Draymond, Draymond also thinks he's a three point shooter. So <laughs> With that fucking backpack on his back, bro. Like, yeah. just... <laughs> I don't know. Jimmy Butler, man, it, it, I can't get a read on him. I'm either like, this guy's either the most like tenacious like competitor ever, or he could just be an asshole. A psychopath. <laughs> but I think <laughs> everyone, if you look, everyone around him, everyone in the NBA loves him, so you have to just sure. think that, like... Yeah, yeah you go... Except you go back Andrew and, Wiggins. If you go back and listen to him on, like, the J.J. Reddick podcast or whatever, mm-hmm. sounds like a dude I'd really want to hang out with. Like yeah, yeah, intelligent, nice guy, but absolutely. Like, what the hell? What the hell goes on in those locks, man? Well, yeah. I think I think I mean I guess to counter my own like question, the more I think about it, the more I would imagine he would just be like, I'm fucking tired of these children and their tweets. Like, go play some hockey. <laughs> <in the basketball>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I mean, he go. came from nothing, you know. So and sure. he worked really, really hard to get there. All these other Andrew Wiggins was oh, the yeah. first pick in the draft. So. Oh, yeah, that's true. I mean, he right. was like he grew, a nobody he grew up in Canada. <laughs> yeah. True. Anyway, so <laughs> let's see. Let's see. Okay, we ready to get into some questions? Or... Yeah, let's get into questions. <laughs> let's do this, guys. All right. Let's see. So first question we got, and, you know, we can, I can go for Anyway, so our good friend Mavs Draft asks, and I hate that he asked this question because I don't give a fuck, but... Thoughts on advanced stats, advanced stats, and their place in basketball conversation. So for me, advanced stats has their place. You know, like I don't agree with the guys who that's like all they go to is advanced stats. Like mm-hmm. I just think like there's a human element to the game, obviously, that they have to acknowledge. You know, um, so I think it has its place, like when it's done properly, and like and if everybody's on board and like kind of understands like this is the way you know shit is you know but for me it's all right i don't get it i'm never gonna get it i don't think it's just it takes too much brain energy to do it so um at mavs draft i all i have to say is uh fuck you and fuck Daryl mori <laughs> <laughs> i mean that doesn't surprise me that you would say that um yeah it doesn't surprise me at all, bro. so i think Stats are the only way to interpret basketball, and we shouldn't even watch the games. <laughs> yes. <God>. Spreadsheets. <laughs> Spreadsheets win championships. Oh, my God. You're, you're all terrible. Uh... Uh, advanced, advanced stats have a place, just like basic stats have a place in the game. Um, they have a way to explain why something happened. And help you understand why a player may be good or bad. Um, But it's not going to tell you that a player is good or bad. Or that a team is good or bad. If that makes sense. Yeah. It helps you get down to the root cause of things. It doesn't give you an answer. Sure. Uh, So, I see it as more of a front office tool than... Than a fan tool? Anything that... Than... Yeah, I mean, I believe in teams in any sport that build their... And advanced stats is such, like, a murky term. Like, even we don't have a clear definition on what that is yet, because plus minus is an advanced stat to some people. So, yeah, who knows what the term even means. <laughs> I think I think it's an absolute necessity as a tool to team build. I think there's a certain 
outline you can lay out for a coach is the these are the best ways to run things on the floor but you have to have the trust and autonomy get or trust to give him the autonomy when he's coaching the game that this is i know my guys this is what i'm going to do because in the nba more than any other sport personalities matter how certain guys click matters there's only 12 out there that's less than any roster in any other major sport so mm-hmm. you got to know personality and yeah. also with the caveat that if you're averaging like 17 rebounds a game you're probably the best player ever and we should trade for you yeah <laughs> we should. You fucking threw that in there <sighs> all right i'm going, moving on now yeah we're definitely moving on <laughs> yeah we're moving on because if not tim and i are gonna have our own 40 minute podcast <laughs> okay we should no 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 move on as long as we can <laughs> we can all agree rebounds aren't Oh my god, okay. Stop. Anyway. Enough. So... <laughs> Children. Come on. <laughs> so okay. Our good buddy James at James D. Grambo asks and I love this question so much. Would you rather have all music or all TV be in Spanish? TV. Um, t- TV. TV. No question. Yeah, it'd be TV. It'd have to be TV. Yeah. I right. listen to Mexican rap, it's not that good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, also, like, just because it's in Spanish doesn't mean it won't be subtitled. So <laughs> I can still That's follow true, yeah. along and know what's That's going true. on. <laughs> so TV. I'd love to... Yeah, I think t- I think it'd be pretty easy in the sense that, like, you know, you just see Ron Swanson walking like, Leslie, por qué? <laughs> oh, if, it, if it's American television in Spanish, then yeah, I'm definitely doing that. <laughs> I'm like, what that I'll just... I'll just jam Vicente and Selena for the rest of my life. Give me TV. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like m- music, music in Spanish, TV in English. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Because I mean, oh, like, okay, I've, yeah. Okay, because I've I've like watched like sportscasts in Spanish, and I'm like, this is so much more awesome, bro. <laughs> like, yeah. They just yeah, go they go all out all the time. It's great. Did oh, you yeah. imagine yeah. Spanish telecast for Mavericks basketball when Luca does his just ridiculous shit? Oh yeah, my I can, god! Actually, that'd be great. Next time, next time, next time they're on national TV, I'll I'll put the uh, the Spanish version on there. Yeah, uh, you can you can kind of find it if you go back through his old YouTube Madrid clips. Like, oh, true. Yeah, fun. yeah, yeah. But Spain Spanish is weird. I fuck. It that. is weird. Yeah. Yeah. They're S's, man. They're <laughs> I hate it, bro. Purposeful lisp. They're fucking uh, they're vosotros form and no one uses. Bro, I hate that shit. Uh, <laughs> okay, next question. Okay, so our good friend. Charles at your guy Charles asks, with Cuban trying to get a do-over on last night's game, what's one Mavs-related decision you wish a team could have a do-over in the past ten years? Oh, so the past, so the past ten years is twenty ten. Yeah. So for me, it would definitely have to be. I mean, I, there's there's two big ones, right? And I think the big one for me would be keeping the fucking championship roster together for at least one more year. Okay. Like, that's the only thing, like... And there's the other one, too, that I think someone else is going to say, but, you know, that's the one yeah. for me. <laughs> so so keeping, keeping the championship roster together, okay. Yeah. We'll go Don next. Okay. Uh, I mean, for me, it's got to be keeping Steve Nash. I mean... Yeah, like, that's not in the last 10 years. 10 years. I'm oh, sorry, 10 years. Sorry, I didn't hear that because uh, I'm a moron. Okay, in that case, trading for Rondo. Uh, okay. Uh, okay, yeah. Yeah. We got Dwight Powell out of that, man. Come on. You yeah, know, another reason hey, to hate that trade. There's, <laughs> there's, not, there's not a whole. I didn't say it. That can rim run, like a Stanford grad that can rim run. Hey, he's got that engineering degree, man. All right, uh, let's go with Tim next. Uh, I'd put this one. You said there's a big two. I'd put this one up there with both Shane Larkin over Giannis. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Okay. Big three. Then yeah, that's probably it. Okay. There's a big three. Are we Are we yeah, all going to try and do different ones at this point? That's what no, I was gonna like, say, But I mean, letting go of Afro Kaminu isn't like a big thing. But like I said earlier, he was our best player that series. It would have been yeah. nice to at least taken a further chance on him instead yeah. of the free agent that we didn't get. Yeah. Um. I think. If I wanted to say for me personally, like it definitely would have been Shane Larkin over Giannis. Uh, but if I want to do something that was just like not in, not something that's already been discussed, uh, let's redo the um, the lock in 
uh, Clippers scenario. Okay, yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I don't even want it to change. I just want it to happen again. You're like, just watching it unfold, knowing, yeah. what, knowing what happens, what comes later. Yeah. Like, okay. Like, imagine, Actually, imagine, like, being able to go back to that situation and, like, go to the betting markets. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. That makes so much money off that shit. So, I, I take mine back. Actually, I don't know how this would have affected Luca. If we could have kept Luca and this happened, I would have been fine. But taking Dennis Smith over Donovan Mitchell probably is not okay. the best thing. In That's Hunts. funny because Mavs draft would agree with you on that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> pains me to say this, but it's. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's the same with my. That's a same tough with, one. Same it's with Morgan. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. get Giannis. We get Giannis. We clearly don't have Luca right now. Yeah. 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 Which yeah. I'd rather have Luca over Mitchell. Uh, you could convince me Giannis over Luca. Yeah. All right. It's how much. It's how much of homers we are. Like you could convince me. <laughs> yeah, you could convince me on this. But, uh... <laughs> All right. Let's see. I... Um. Oh, sorry. Go. On. No, I I think with Giannis, it's a little bit more. For... I mean, don't get me wrong. The Shane Larkin thing was. On basically like this really crappy cap space move is the only reason it really yeah because we wanted Dwight but Howard I I, I like mean, remember also, that it wasn't just cap space it was cap space for Dwight Howard that's Superman who, who, who was arguably <laughs> the best center of the league at the time but that's before we realized centers don't matter and, yeah. yeah like but also like Giannis did grow like four inches and about uh like five babies worth of money and like he's just now like yeah, like he is the Greek freak, and it's like before it's just like, oh, here's like scrawny kid from you know who knew's like I mean considering like seventh like middle of the road or middle of the draft pick like that young, I kind of understand being like I don't know if I like, but then again it's also we had that mid round pick like why not take that chance because as opposed to experimenting with a six foot guard from Miami, that we're yeah. Yeah. yeah the yeah. U bro the U yeah. <laughs> I just, I just want to, I just want to say that someone else said centers don't matter, and it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see. Um, Fazl, uh, Faz, um, seven one one on Twitter. Also, the guy who makes all my memes. Um, he said, "Y'all's thoughts on the Rockets' decision to no longer employ big men." So good segue. Yeah, <laughs> for it. <laughs> Spreadsheets, baby. Spreadsheets. <laughs> I mean, it's interesting. Like they've played a few good games. I don't know. I don't, I don't really pay attention to the lowly Rockets, but uh, you know, I mean, good for them if it works. I don't give a fuck. So <laughs> I don't think it'll work. Like Houston, Denver, um, LA, and LA are both are all way too good for that to just work. LA and for LA. seven for seven <laughs> games. There's no way that that works. Yeah, that'll be fun though. Yeah, I think this is it's an interesting like exp- or like kind of looking at it historically like how much Golden State has just kind of fucked up with what we think is good basketball and I, I mean like rightfully so you have two ha- like at one point three Hall of Famers if not playing on the team and they spread it out and did like the small ball death lineup whatever but now like Houston's doing it in a way it's basically the seven seconds or like uh, sun but like fully committing with absolutely no inside like yeah presence at all and it's just kind of one of this like i'm actually as much as i don't like the rockets and i'm so excited to see them fail um i want to see weird experimentation like that like i want to see a team just go like fuck it five centers let's do it like let's just like <laughs> why, why not like orlando basically did that already but they just we they can do it guys, like, we possibly could i mean like as good as kp handles the ball for big man i when i see him i'm like that's durant ish like it's not durant it's not like he doesn't have he's not as slick with it but like yeah Durant's also a freak as far as how well yeah. he handles the ball and it's just showing that like i'm all for innovation in some in in all the weird capacities like at some point i want them just to employ like just like all short people that can't shoot but like find a way they can't work <laughs> like <laughs> so we need a team of like five dsjs exactly that would work all it is, it's like, the trampol- it's like the trampoline act in the half court or like halftime performance Holy without shit. the trampoline. Just <laughs> oh, wait, hold on. Just to really, really make Grant mad, a team of five Mavs men. <laughs> yeah, that would make that's someone me. else mad. Yeah, that's, that's me, that's... bro. Fuck Mavs man. <laughs> no, I'm a Mavs man stan. I love that weird ass. God, you're fired. Superhero. That's it. No. A team of five? <laughs> 
I want to know his dark backstory. Why is he made of basketball? <laughs> actually, if the actual guy has been to was at my middle school twice, and he's actually a really nice guy. I'm sure he is, but he, he is. He is. is he allowed but that mask is terrifying, bro. <laughs> it is, bro. I hate it. <laughs> I don't know. Right. I think that like, the worst thing you can do yeah. with the mascot is just make it like a bigger person, you know? Like, and I like, <laughs> like that's like, like if it's like a horse, whatever, it's a cartoon horse. But it's just like, if it's just like, like was it Rowdy for the Cowboys? He's terrifying. Like this. Yeah. Oh, I talked about him today. I don't like him. I uh -huh. wish he would die. My <laughs> right, point exactly. And uh, just uh, real quick to throw something back on that uh, Rockets thing, like going back and. I guess I'm kind of a nerd for these experiments, like what the Sixers did. Um, until about a month ago, my comp for D'Antoni was Andy Reid and the stuff he does with offenses <laughs> in the NFL. And honestly, like, they're two bad breaks away, and as much as I would hate it, from two just really, really one cold shooting streak and one injury away from possibly having two titles right now, so you can't say it was a complete failure. Totally. Everyone kind of thought the – okay, we're going to go five feet away from the basket or it's going to be a three. They thought that thing was crazy. <laughs> it almost happened. They thought the CP3 pairing was crazy. It got real close. So this yeah. man, if you're going to have a bit, commit fully to it. Like, I'm intrigued to see this. Like, <laughs> if you're going to be weird, don't be kind of weird. Just go nuts, right? Yeah. yeah. It's also like Robert Covington and PJ Tucker are not the worst center and power forward duo you can have. Yeah, yeah, true. At all. Yeah. It's like, I would love that. <laughs> uh, it would be perfect. All right, Russ, okay, like, so what's the next question? Our right, next question is okay, it's so not a question, but uh, at Mav's Film Room uh, says, Could Jay and I get birthday shout outs? Luca 2, thanks. Uh, happy, happy birthday. birthday happy yes, birthday. Happy birthday. Love y'all. Anyway, okay, next one. Um, Oh, we had, we answered this one a while ago, but someone someone else asked this, and I don't think that th the three new guys have answered this one yet. So, okay. would you rather fight five JJ Bereas or one Bobon? <laughs> five JJs, easy. <laughs> well, no, because the last time the question was, do you oh, want to yeah, fight was like, you... a, a Bobon sized JJ or yeah, a JJ was, sized yeah. Bobon? Oh. So are his arms still Bobon length, but he's JJ's height? Because if so, then I'm staying away from that. Yes. Okay, then one Bobon. Okay, so remind me the parameters of this death match that I'm having. So you fight. So so the, the way the question is framed is: Would you rather fight five JJ Bereas, five normal size JJ Bereas, or one normal size Bobon? Oh, so like the normal easily. heights. Easily one Bobon because it would be like in the what was it episode or or Empire Dark. Strikes but yeah no oh. Empire Strikes Back oh, okay. where I could just like get a, a rope and just wrap around his legs and he falls over and, <laughs> and explodes. I think that's gonna be like my best tactic. The AT, um, AT. you know, that, yeah ATAT. AT, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think one JJ would like fuck me up. I think. <laughs> I think the dude's like secretly shredded, so um, yeah. Oh, it's not a secret. Me, yeah, he's he's kind of like, yeah. There's a reason like every reigning Miss Puerto Rico just lines up to marry him. <laughs> Plus, he's on like his he's on like his seventh or eighth one now. God, yeah, he has like three um, kids. <laughs> yeah, like I only have to land like one really lucky shot for one. Bobon. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not <laughs> I think for me, it's like JJ's obviously a fighter, so doing that five oh, yeah. times over. This like least... no, that's it. That yeah. fucker's still alive from the Bynum hit. I think. He's yeah. <laughs> yeah. He made the free throw. He completed the damn and one. I know. <laughs> most right? underreported, most underreported part of that entire thing. He hit the and one. Yeah. Oh man, goddamn. Okay, uh, last question comes from. Um... Tanner Skinny Luca Black, Tanner Black on tw on Twitter um, says, "Is there okay? This is probably for Grant because I don't know shit. So, <laughs> is, is there a better replacement for MKG that could have been signed?" Um, I don't really think so. I, I will die on the Glenn Robinson, Alec Burks Hill, but uh, I mean, I technically if Markeith Morris gets waived, but I don't really think he comes here if he does, so I don't think so, no. Okay. 
I heard a lot of Marvin board. Williams talk, and I don't know what that really would have done for us. Um, yeah, yeah, I agree. He went straight to Milwaukee, though. Right, and like that's kind of it. Like, I'm actually cool with the MKG thing in the sense that, like, cool, we have a, a another wing defender, and like, if we can get a couple of practices and actually use him, I'm intrigued at what where they, what they can do with. Because like I'm hearing like uh, Draymond comparison. And I was nah. like, let's 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 pump the brakes <laughs> there, bud. Let's get him like ten minutes off the bench first. He might shoot better with a backpack on, so we could try that. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Awesome. And I think that those are all the questions we got today, guys. So awesome. All right. Yeah, all right. I'll take this time to sign up, guys. Thanks for letting me be my ridiculous self. Really continue contributing to uh, pods and articles and such. Absolutely. Thanks for coming absolutely. on. Yeah, for real, man. I appreciate Keep it, guys. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, everybody. Recorded, you know, we recorded so late because Tim absolutely wanted to come on. So. Yeah. Yes. So late, I and mean, it's, it's 9 late. o'clock. Like, come on. I don't know. Bro, yeah, I got... My I got bedtime. Even, yeah, I'm, I'm tired, bro. I'm trying to go to sleep. All right. I mean, <laughs> I... All season starts. I slept all day, so... Starts, my entire timeline is going to be complaining, and I'll just be just like... <laughs> So I'm one to mute you, got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, with that, that'll wrap up this episode of the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast. So until next week, guys. See you later. Later, guys. Peace. Bye. See ya. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.